Welcome to Jagged Up Jagcast, your one-stop shop for all things Jacksonville Jaguars. Featuring Matt LeVay, Aaron Sims, and Marshall Strickland. We're all here. Hi, Matt. Marshall, what's going on? Aaron, how are you? Uh, uh, Hi, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hello. Thanks for tuning in. I don't know if you know this, but uh, the Jaguars played another game last night. Um, oh, they were? Preseason home? game in New Orleans. <laughs> um, I use play. Quite uh, literally play in the backyard, right? Right, right. Um, I don't think Jaguars Nation is very happy right now. It's a, uh, it's a dark season. So far. And we're in a preseason game, too. <laughs> Week two. I feel like right now we're in, you know, in the episode of The Office where Michael's like, coming out of the office, everybody stay calm. Everybody stay calm. Like, I feel like we're literally in that phase right now in that scene. That's exactly what it feels like right now. There's definitely some smoke coming out of the uh, doors or looking around. Absolutely. Fire somewhere. That's a, that's a great reference. Uh, I also feel like, since that's an old episode, we've been watching it on repeat for the past... Um, Several years. That's true. So it's not like this is new to, to Jags fans. I don't even know why we're. Um, I don't know why we're why we're surprised we're here. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say that we've been fooled again, but uh, it's not off to a great start so far. So I guess let's just let's just dive right into this game. Let's let's give the people what they want. the The boys on Twitter and Facebook were. Uh, I did not check the gram, but uh, the boys on Twitter and Facebook are pissed. Yeah, that's definitely the consensus. We got some pretty uh, heavy-handed comments on there. No, absolutely. And I feel like right now, everyone on, on Jag's Twitter, at least that's the the main platform that I was monitoring last night, is you've got people on complete opposite sides of the spectrum. you got people who are, are ready to freak out and go ahead and throw this season into the toilet. And then you got this other section of Jags fans who are over here and they're like, all right, literally, it's just the preseason. Everybody take a chill pill. It's going to be all right. We'll figure this thing out. You know, we're not showing everything up front in these first two games. So uh, there's kind of two opposite sides of the spectrum, and there's not a lot in between from what I've seen so far. Well, let, let's get into that real quick before we get into the game about not showing everything up front. What could they possibly be holding back? Because receivers are not open. There's no holes in the offensive line. I mean, are the offensive line, do they not want to show, hey, we're not going to show how <laughs> we're, we're really good at opening up this A gap right here. Um, I, I don't get it. You know, the, the quarterback snaps the ball. He either hands it off to a guy or he throws it to another guy. And I know as far as schemes and trick plays and these kind of things, what are, what are we not – what are we holding – what are we holding back? We're definitely uh, haven't gotten anywhere in the uh, up the middle run game. That's for sure. I mean, I'm just I'm kind of calling BS on the hold back thing. To be honest yeah. with you, I, I think things are just not going at, uh, the way that they the way that they planned it to be. Yeah, it's definitely. I, I wouldn't say it's definitely not going. Uh, well, I'd say it's not going obviously as they expected and obviously as they had hoped so far this early on. Um, but you know, certainly like. Every single coach in the NFL will tell you you're not going to give away your cards this early in the season. Um, and I get that. But I also understand where you're coming from in a sense that, well, we're just looking at this bland offense that's handing the ball off up the middle and Trevor's just waiting for receivers to come open right now. Um, and there's not a whole lot to it at the moment. So, like, I feel like there's got to be, for, for an offensive mind, we've seen Daryl Bevel work with Russell Wilson in the past. We've seen what they can do with that Seattle offense in the past where he was there and, you know, some of his blue, or his blueprint, at least at other places in the league. But you feel like there's got to be more to this, right? You would think. Um, so, you know, I'm still holding out hope that 
uh, you know, it's obviously going to get better. And what we're seeing right now obviously isn't going to be exactly what it's like. But I definitely would have liked to see more out of this offense because it does feel like it's just it's super stagnant. It's really bland and there's really no creativity to this offense right now. Well, especially since Urban said last week, this is not how our offense is. And then we come out today and I'm just really sick and tired of third and eight, third and nine. You throw a three yard uh, crossing route. And I get it. If nobody's open, you have to take what you can take. Um, Urban also said he wanted this team to be built on speed. Point me to a guy who's fast on this team because we don't we don't have one. Tavon Austin used to be fast. Uh, LaCron Treadwell used to be fast. I'm not seeing the speed. So if this offense is built on speed and these little four yard crossing routes, it, guys can get yards after catch because they can they can turn it up. Where's the freaking speed at? I feel like they might have wrote a playbook. And this is a this is a crazy this is a crazy uh, you know this is blown out of proportion. Did they write a playbook for speed and then find out they have no guys that have speed? <laughs> well, that that'd be something for sure. And I you know it's funny you say that now because I mean looking at these last two games there there's really not that like you said Tavon Austin isn't you know he's still he's still you know, relatively fast, but he's not like what he was back in the day, for sure. So um, you look at guys like Chenault. Chenault's a physical receiver. He's a guy that can get you yards after the catch because he's that physical guy and, and can push some guys around a little bit. And you look at a guy like Marvin Jones. He's just a crisp route runner, a good, consistent receiver, but he's not this lightning-fast guy. And hopefully we're going to see that more so out of Chark and a little bit of his explosiveness and his growth from this offseason. But as of right now, I mean, you're not really seeing that on this team at the moment, you know? And, and same thing at the running back position. When you take ETN out of it now with this injury, you look at a guy like Carlos Hyde who looks like he has cement blocks on him when he's running the football. <laughs> and then you got, you know, James Robinson. I love me some J-Rob, but, you know, he's not the lightning fast guy. He was supposed to be the thunder and ETN was going to be the lightning. And now where do you get the speed from on this offense? Thunder only happens when it's raining. <laughs> Players only love you when, when they're, they're playing. playing. I mean, that that's... So the thing is, all right. Now, Ur- Urban said, Urban said, yeah. When we get when we get Chark back, maybe we can blow the top off. Um, have I have I missed it? Because Chark's been around a while. I like it, there's times when he'll blow the top off, but I don't look at DJ Chark and say that's a speed guy. We also haven't had the QB to get the ball to him, even if he had it in him, though. I don't know. Like B- BDN got it there that on that you know the the one pass that we always talk about. <laughs> True, no doubt. But, I think he got the guy now to, to actually get the ball downfield and actually get to somebody. So I feel like you could see that way more often. Right. We we do need we do need DJ Shark. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that when I think of speed guys, he's not even remotely on on the top uh, of the list when when I think of speed guys. For sure. But, but we'll see. We'll he, see. He's no he's no Tyreek Hill or anything of that nectar. I guess anything of that uh, you know sector or whatever it may be, but. He's a guy that at least is is explosive, you could say. And that's what Urban talked about. He's a guy that can be a lot more explosive than what they've seen lately. So that's, I guess, more so what they were looking at from him. And, you know, they expected to bring guys in like Philip Dorsett, who is supposed to be a speedster. But we haven't even really seen much of him. He was in yesterday's game, barely caught a pass. I don't even know. Did he even catch a pass? I don't night? think he's caught a pass yet this season. I don't think he did. So, I mean, look at that right there. The speed isn't going to come uh, from any of these guys as it's currently constructed. So... I mean, that could potentially be an issue if we can't somehow design plays a little bit better to get these guys open. Needless to say, I hope Urban kicked in the door of uh, of, of Coach Bev 
as they call them. And I hope he just kicked the door right off the hinges and sat down. It was just like, what the freak are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Um, even the uh, the announcers last night on on ESPN, uh, which I, I wasn't watching the ESPN broadcast. I was watching the local broadcast. But a good friend of the show, Stephen Deal, he even said that the announcers on ESPN were even talking about the problem is not Trevor Lawrence. The problem are these play calling, this play calling. Uh, the play calling is, 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 I think, what has most people scratching their heads going, okay, week one, we get it. It was, it was week, preseason game one. You said it wasn't going to be like this, Urban, and then we come out to week two, and two drives, two touchdowns by the New Orleans Saints. We'll get into that in a moment. We have no answer. What, four straight punts, I believe? Yep. Yeah. Four, four straight, straight punts, punts before before Lambeau put the first one through the uprights. So, what the heck? I mean, I, I guess that's just there, and there's no answer to this. Uh, you know, we're all looking for an answer. There's no answer. What is going on? I I hope I hope somebody got their butts chewed out um, in today's uh, today's meetings down there at uh, the TIAA Bank Field. It definitely was uh, nostalgic in the worst way possible. Seeing the run, run, pass, punt again, three and out. Oh, I swear I was watching Blaine Gabbert. Yeah. <laughs> and and that, that's not, that is not a knock on Trevor at all. But, you know, uh, we're running the Blaine Gabbert offense, which, which that, that'll get you two solid wins. So, I mean, that is doubling our win total of last season. So, you know, <laughs> thank God we play Houston twice, I guess. <laughs> get a little nervous for Houston, honestly, at this I'm point. I'm nervous for everybody, to be honest with they you. They were talking I'm, about that. I was watching the uh, off Jaguars.com, but it was the ESPN guys, and they were saying that, like, you know, we're looking at that game saying, okay, that's two wins. They're looking at this game saying, okay, maybe that's our only win. So it's up in the air. Who knows at this point? <laughs> yeah. And you know what? We're, you know, we've said this on, on, the, on the show before. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And I hate the, the national sports broadcast media and their disdain for the Jaguars. But I got to swallow my pride and I got to go back and look at and, and I can't point a single time where they weren't actually correct you know, going into the season, early on in the season, they were saying Jaguars are going to do this, or are going to do that, you know, Vegas odds and all that. And I'm just like, no way, we're winning a Super Bowl this year because I'm a naive uh, fan. And at the end of the season, you just got to be like, okay, yeah, they they get paid to do what they do for a reason, and they're, and they're right. And right now the national media is basically saying that the Jaguars are going nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. And that, like right now, uh, you could look at it and say, yeah, I mean, they said coming in, Urban Meyer, he's going to be in over his head. He's not ready for this right now. Um, he should have just stayed retired, should have stayed in the college realm, whatever it is they had to say about it. And, um, you know, of course, they had to make a whole spew about him trying to hire, um, you know, the, the strength coach that he did. They said that was a big mistake on his part. Same thing with Tebow, mistake on bringing him in. So, um, you know, they threw a lot of these things uh, at him, you know, and saying that he wasn't going to succeed. And a lot of these are starting to come true. Um, but as far as that goes overall, like, again, it's still so early, but, you know, as of right now, you could look at it and say, all right, they have a good, strong case, and it's looking more so like they are right, but it's just way too small a sample size. This isn't even a regular season. We still got to get, you know, some some actual games under our belt before we make a true assumption yet. But, uh, you know, for sure, it's going to be a process. It's not going to be this, oh, snap of a finger, quick turnaround. It's going to be a while till this thing gets turned around. 100%. And, and we just got a little too excited a little too quickly. Um, which, which everybody, that's why we have Matt on the show because Aaron and I, we could pretty much hold hands and Thelma and Louise right off the canyon <laughs> together. Uh, we need Matt to be like, Hey guys, let's, let's maybe not do that right now. So that's why we have Matt on the show. Thanks, he's, Matt. uh, he's not a sunshine pumper or else, uh, or else, you know, I wouldn't get along with him cause I don't get along with 
with the Baselli Sunshine Pumpers of the world. <laughs> but gaping hole. Oh, oh. <laughs> the classic, the classic Baselli line. Sorry. Oh yeah, you're right. Continue. Right. Okay, okay. This is some context here. Yeah. I, th- I thought I thought I was about to have to click uh, explicit <laughs> on this one. <laughs> We've been good so far. All right. Hey mom. Well, sorry mom. That'll be a, that'll be that'll be Matt's first uh first addition to the clip of uh of Jagged Up After Dark that we're compiling Best of all, all the things of you all don't time. get to hear. All right, so let's dive into this game. The Saints come out, Jameis Winston looking I'm not going to say what we what we were saying on our our text thread or whatever that you know it looks like a safe way to say it. <laughs> looking a little trimmer than, than usual. We'll just say that. <laughs> we won't get into we won't get into how we we uh speculized uh speculated. I just made a word there. That was speculized. I liked it though. I'm, yeah. I'm going with it. I won't get into how we speculized he lost uh he lost that weight and you know whether meth was and or not involved. But uh, Jameis Winston come Doesn't out. Look like the same guy throwing dimes. Yeah, throwing dimes and and listen, I'm a I'm a lifelong Jameis Winston hater, uh, just because he was Florida State and I'm a Florida guy, and um, you know I hate all things Florida State, but Jameis Winston came out there throwing absolute dimes, um, on my boy Shaq, twice. Yeah, no, that you know for certain. Starting with Jameis, I mean he, he looked good, you know, and and he was in a, a quarterback competition of his own right, you know, entering just like we supposedly have over here between Trevor and Gardner, okay. uh, <laughs> which not anymore it shouldn't be, but I'm sure we'll get to that. But yeah, Jameis came out here, showed everyone why he was the number one pick when he uh, was drafted. That and I mean he he looked good, and like you said, um, you know we're gonna get into this now. I'm sure those, those two touchdowns over Shaq. Looking at the first one, um, I, I do feel like Tyson Campbell had a lot, um, you know, of to interrupt that play as far as him coming over and kind of getting in Shaq's way. So I feel like Shaq maybe could have made a better play on that ball if Tyson hadn't kind of just abruptly, you know, inserted himself into that play. Um, but in the same with the second one too, I thought that overall we got some pressure. We had a good edge blitz um, on the second touchdown, and Jameis put it right on the money. And these are just the type of plays where if we play that man coverage. You know, we're going to get beat sometimes. And I, I hope to not see that, you know, I hope to see it less often. Um, not on back-to-back plays, it felt like there, you know, back-to-back offensive drives. But uh, definitely not the best way you want to start out, you know, a, a defensive uh, half by giving up two long touchdowns like that. Yeah, I totally agree. Whatever competition was there between him and Taysom is, uh, is about wrapped up there. He comes out and threw two just dimes. I mean, the defense, yeah, we'll, and we'll definitely get into the uh, Shaq incidences. But... The uh, yeah, I mean that, those are just amazing throws. He definitely, I definitely thought there's gonna be more competition between him and and Taysom Hill's still good. I think it'll be a good option to come in and and spice up, you know, anything kind of throw any defense off. But I think Jameis definitely uh, sealed the deal with that one there. Yeah, I um, I overreact um, an insane amount last night. So that that first touchdown, I was just like, you've got to be kidding me, um, for multiple reasons. I I've been able to sleep on it now. Uh, I actually posted on our our jagged up. Uh, podcast on Facebook that I want to refund for Shaq Griffin. Uh, I'd like to issue an apology now. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm still, I'm still gonna buy his jersey. Um, like I said, I, I was, I, I talked myself off the ledge. Uh, I 100% believe after um, watching the YouTube um, highlights that that the NFL um, official channel puts out, uh, Tyson Campbell absolutely jacked up Shaq Griffin on that. He he basically bull rushed into the guy. And I'm not saying that Shaq would have, uh, that it was a definite that he would have broken that pass up, but 
I, I'm going to give it a solid solid 60 to 65% chance Way that he did. Shot, it almost yeah. kind of felt like he was baiting him into it and then to close the speed. The second touchdown, he's right on him. You can't ask for better coverage than that. That was a great pass. Like you said, Matt, the the rush off the edge, off the um, the right side of our defensive line, I mean, it was right there in Jameis's face. And, you know, Jameis can't see more than 15 yards, which is why he squints all the time. So <laughs> he just he just bombed it up there, and it, it, it worked out great. Um Great catch by was it Callaway on the second one too? Yeah, Callaway yeah. on both of them. Okay, yeah. so great, great catch by Callaway. Shaq had perfect coverage. Um, yeah, Shaq, I apologize. Um, you know, I hit you up on Twitter and I was like, when are we going to get your white jerseys? Because it's hot in September. Um, you know, that was me. My bad, bro. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm back. Straight, on the, uh, straight trolling the, there. Yeah, back on the Shaq train, man. Back, back on, on it. Back on the Shaq train. Uh, Tyson Campbell train. This is two weeks in a row where that guy had no idea where the ball was at. And and okay, let's 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 think about this. This just popped in my head, and I'll, I'll have to rewatch. But had Tyson Campbell known where the ball was, could he have interrupted it as well? Oh, absolutely. I mean, because he could have taken a whole different angle, and maybe you know, Shaq had Shaq had Callaway underneath. He could have went over the top. Maybe uh, he's got the speed. We know he's got the speed. He just has no idea where the ball's at. And this is two weeks in a row, so <laughs> a little bit of liability there. Um, did you guys did? I'm going to show my ignorance here. Uh, did C.J. Henderson even play last night? Yeah, he, he was out there. He played. He had, overall, so, so that means he had an amazing game. I was about to say, if you don't hear his name, if I you don't hear a quarterback's name, that's a shutdown. Yeah, he was out there for a good <laughs> bit, um, at least two on some of the highlights that I saw as well. Uh, looking back at the game, like, I mean, he didn't really give up a, a ton on his end. So, I mean, overall, that's that's a good solid game. And for what I saw from, you know, guys that were, you know, involved on Twitter and whatnot, they thought the same thing, that overall CJ did have a good day. Granted, he, wasn't, he didn't start, so he's not playing the best of the best on their side. But overall, he did what he was supposed to do. He'll be starter week one. Definitely. So it's that's that's something to look forward to. Um, let's, let's move to the defensive line. Aaron, uh, you were a big fan of the defensive line last week. Did anything change? You know, I, I'm still there with them. Still, still got their backs there. I think we're, uh, I mean, definitely not anything spectacular by any means, but two weeks in a row, I felt like we'd kind of talked about that defensive line. I know we'll kind of move into linebackers here in a second, but I feel like there was uh, some promise there out of all the other lack of promise in the team in general. A little bit of a pass rush. Yeah. Nothing to get excited about. Nothing to call your mom about, but a little bit of a maybe pass a, rush. Maybe a text. Maybe a text. <laughs> mom, no. did you see that pass rush? <laughs> no, I, I'd say the same. Like, overall, I thought that they were all right, um, especially in the run defense. Like, you know, I think they held the Saints to, what, just 45 total rushing yards last night. So, I mean, that's, you know, it's pretty good overall, good front. And, um, you know, I would have liked to see a little bit more, honestly, a, a pressure against Jameis. But I'm sure that, again, once we get into the season, hopefully that gets a little better. But uh, overall, you know, I was satisfied. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, I'll, I'll be the asterisk guy. You got to put asterisks by it because there was no there was no Alvin Kamara. Sure. So that that's a that's a big thing. Just like last week, there there was no starting running backs. But still, you get, we're pretty much right now. You get to take what you can get, and I thought the defensive line was 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 solid. Um, did you guys? Uh, did anybody else have a mild heart attack when um, the Saints set up for the their first um, uh, screen pass? <laughs> I, th- I think all of Jags Nation did for a sec. We thought that that was going to be at least a 15-yarder at right least, there. At least, but <laughs> Miles Jack came off of a block. He was being he was being blocked very well. Miles Jack came off a block, and uh, it made the tackle. I think it was only like a four-yard gain or something like that, and it was pretty much all all him. It's definitely a shock. Play. Yeah, no, it was it was great. I was like, okay. Um, you probably you think uh, 
He was listening in last week, huh? He might have been listening in when I got I got on to him a little. The bit. little, you know. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, a little, little gotcha. No, gotcha there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I've got I've got absolutely no problems with the with the linebacking core. Uh, the tackling was good. The yeah. tackling was good. I, my my biggest takeaway in the positive, uh, and and one of the only takeaways in the positive is that the tackling on the defense was was solid from, uh, from all three levels. So. Definitely. All right, we, we we touched on it a little bit. Let's get into the uh, let's get into the offense. We touched on the play calling once again, guys. Um, I didn't see a lot of guys running running wide open very much. Oh, no doubt, did not see it. No, not at all. Like I felt like every single pass that Trevor had to make, a lot of them were forced. Uh, with not not in retrospect for him trying to force stuff, but forces in a sense of like. You got you no know, a cornerback or someone right on your receiver's yeah. back, and he's trying to just really thread the needle. So um, I, I do find that a little problematic, obviously. And just to look at this past weekend, you see guys like uh, you know Trey Lance. You see guys like uh, Zach Wilson in New York. They've got receivers running wide open. And where is that with us? We just don't have that right now, and that's, that's definitely an issue because we got to help a young guy. As great as Trevor is and as great as he's going to be, we got to help him out. And, you know, those are the simple things where, you know, better play design to whatever it may be. But receivers are not open right now. And that that is definitely a, a, a little bit of a problem early on. Zach Wilson's looking like an absolute stud. He's, yeah, he's crushing it. But guys are wide open. So shout out to whoever's uh, calling the plays <laughs> out there in New York. Uh, we got a job opening. <laughs> there, uh, it was exciting to see him play a whole half. I was, uh, it was nice seeing the game time that we talked last week about, you know, if you're still not going to name a starter, like what's going to be the deal. So it was exciting to see him play a full half there. But I, I, I can't lie if I'm, I would be lying if I said I wasn't holding my breath on every single play. This is how much contact he got. I mean, we will, I'm sure we'll get into the lack of a slide here in a little bit. But, uh, but as far as just the pressure in the backfield, I mean, he just did not have the time at all. Yeah. Trevor, Trevor, you know, he's, he's becoming a, uh, he's becoming a very, uh, He's gonna be a turf expert by the end of the season. Uh, you know, shout out to my boy TJ Marletti at uh, AgroPro. Hook us up with a sponsorship, bro. They do all the uh, TIA bank uh, field work or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, Trevor. Trevor can probably give you some feedback on your work. Uh, anyway, yeah, he hit the ground. I think on just about everyone. He was mm-hmm. touched on. I think every drop back. Yeah. I believe. Um, it, it, it is what it is. It's football. He's a tough guy. We'll go ahead and get into the run. I, I liked it. I liked it. I'm glad I'm glad he dove in there with reckless abandon. I, I love the aggressiveness for sure. But, I mean, I remember just watching it. Just, I was by myself and I yelled. I yelled. A, I yelled. That's it. At that moment, just out of complete, just I, I thought he was goner. He, he took a big hit on that one. Oh, no doubt. That was the point where I'm sitting on my sofa and I literally had to stand up. I'm like, all right. All right. He, he's going to slide. He's going to slide. Wait, what? What are you doing? What are you doing? And then he just goes right for it. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty upset. Uh, I thought that that would be something going into it that they'd say no matter what, it's just preseason, man. You got to get down. It's not worth it right now. And I, I, I get where you're coming from. I do love the aggressiveness, and that shows the fight in, in the type of winner and competitor that he is deep down, which is what you love to see. But I still not not this early. Not when you see what happened to Etn, how an injury can happen just like that. Just just get down and get out. I think his brain kind of locked up there for a second. He, I mean, he definitely initiated a slide. Yeah, he was trying to, and then it's just like train wreck. He said that. in the post game, the uh, post game press conference that uh, he wanted to slide, but he knows that if you slide, they mark it. Uh, you know, he, they they mark it back where the ball, basically where the ball is when you come down, not where you initiate the slide. So he knew it'd be a yard or two short, and he wouldn't have got the first down. 
Yeah. I, I think I think in his brain, he he seemed I'm not gonna say frustrated, but there were several times he had to call the timeout because he was trying to get his uh the receivers on the left. I, I don't remember. I think I, I think, think it was Chenault. Chenault was down yeah. there and someone else was down there and they were just were not lining up right. And he was screaming his head off at them to get right, and they just they weren't doing it, and the, the play clock was running down, so he had to call timeout. Yeah. Um, the offense seems a little clunky, and and of course we can talk about how there was no um, there was no Cam Robinson at left tackle, there was no uh, Norwell at at left guard, and there was no Linder. Which Linder, I, did you guys happen to notice the snap was a little slow? No. Yeah, go go back and go back and watch the YouTube videos because. The 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 mics were on point, so you could hear that you could hear the snap count, you could hear everything, and there was a you know, and it, it was it was with Trevor and with Gardner. The all the snaps seemed to be just a little behind, just a little slow, and nobody's really talking about that. And maybe it's just in, in my in my brain, but uh, go back and check it out. It, it seemed like the snap was a, was a little, um, you know, when 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 you say for for lack of a better term, when you say downset hike or hut. The ball moves on hut. It's not hut, and then the ball goes. Is it one, there, two, three, go? There's or a, one, two, three. Yeah, well, yeah, you go on three. It's it's one, two, three, and on three, the ball snapped. That's it's a cadence. They work on that. They they actually stand up, and actually, you see this in in um, uh, hard knocks. This the the Cowboys. The offense stands up, and they they do cadences, and they all clap on the snap count. And it's supposed to. It just the snap count seemed the snap seemed a little slow. And if a defense can catch on to that when they know they know it's coming, it's it, it, it definitely doesn't provide you any any uh, advantages. But the offense seems slow, it seemed clunky, and uh, Urban promised us a faster offense, and we've yet to see that. So we've got one more game next week, and it, 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 we'll we'll see what happens there. But um, the whole the whole offense, it's it's a concern. It's definitely a concern. The defense is kind of where we thought it would be. The offense is a big concern. Yeah, absolutely, and I'd agree with that wholeheartedly. And um, you know, it's still tough. Again, when, when you look at the the obviously three starters, you're down on the offensive line. And granted, last week against the Browns, it's not like they really seem to do much of anything, anyways. But um, you know, still, it's not someone who maybe you're you're used to working with as much. Um, but I think the biggest takeaway for me with this offense is, all right, we're two preseason games down now. This offense is clunky, like we talked about. We got to get Trev as much reps as possible with these starters. And it's time. Once we start back up tomorrow, it, this Gardner Minshew stuff has to stop with taking first-team reps. He has to be the guy to take all these reps because at this point, you see how clunky it is. He has to get in a better rhythm with these guys. They have to start gelling better on offense with this first team. And that's not going to come when you're taking him out, putting Gardner Minshew in. It's got to all be with them together on the field at the same time, taking rep after rep after rep. That's the only way they're going to get better. Yeah, Um and Urban still wasn't ready. They they asked him in his his post game, <clears throat> excuse me, in his post game press conference, uh, "Are you ready to name Trevor Lawrence a start?" And he says, "Ah, you know, not yet. Maybe we'll make a decision this week." And it's like, dude, somebody needs to choke this dude out. Um, Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew's getting beat out by by CJ Beat Hard. Okay, <laughs> so once again, for those new to the show, it's Beat Hard. It's not Bethard. You're being lied to by the by the media. It's Beat Hard. Uh, Gardner Minshew is not even our second string quarterback. Beat hard is Gardner Minshew once again for the second week in a row. I'm going to say it. He needs to go. Stop giving that man Trevor's reps. And Trevor even said so. They're like, are you are you happy with 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 your uh, 
you know, splitting the reps, whatever. He's like, he goes, he says, yeah, you know, everything's working out great, blah, blah, blah. But then he threw a little jab in. He goes, he goes, but I want as many reps as I can get. That means stop giving my reps to this guy who's not going to be your starting quarterback. I'm your starting quarterback. I, I the, the Gardner Minshew thing's got to go. It, it's just, I think we're starting to see some cracks in the way, uh, the way that Urban might be, might be doing things with this team right now. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. I, I couldn't agree more with that. Yeah, I think, um, like, we, we hit on it last week, too. And, again, like, we're thinking there's a competition between Trev and, and Minshew. But, I mean, it's really a competition for a second string at this point. And, again, last night, I mean, B-Hard came out, and, again, third string, but still lit it up. So, yeah, I, I think he definitely this week, if we don't see Lawrence back there full time, we definitely that's definitely just going to keep being a head-scratcher at this point because – the uh, I, there's no there's just it's just a no brainer at this point it's just a no brainer definitely I, I don't see any purpose behind it not not at all and um we'll move over to the special teams real quick I wanna I wanna point out to all our listeners the kind of the kind of uh, the kind of crack staff and reporting that you're gonna get from from the Jagged Up podcast um, I think we blew the uh, we blew the Josh Lambo uh, distress flag I think we were the first ones to blow that whistle, we were, yeah we? we were yeah yeah you know eyes on eyes on contact at the uh, at the scrimmage there, and and our boy Lambo is having a hard time, and um, you know we presented that to you guys. Uh, nobody else is talking about it, but nope. Lambo is struggling. Heard it here first. Yeah, no, it's it's back to back games that we going back to the to the scrimmage. I mean, he had a couple where he missed. So back to back games where he's missed a field goal. We're just not used to to Josh Lambo doing that. In our tenure with him, he's been phenomenal since he's joined this club. So uh, it's not something that we're used to we're used to seeing from him, and uh, it's definitely a cause of concern because you know if if. If it doesn't work out with him, then you get into the. Uh, I feel like to me, like that's one of the worst things to have to deal with during the season when you know you got to worry about you know important things on offense and defense. And then the last thing you want is you know you're you're getting a new kicker every week. This guy's not working out. This guy's not working out. You're getting screwed because you're losing on a field goal. That's one of the worst, most you know knickknack things to have to deal with. I feel like for a football team when the season gets going, so it's definitely a little concerning because we're gonna need his leg you know, coming up this season as we do every year. And, um, you know, it, it's scary to think that, you know, he's maybe not as sharp as he used to be. Maybe that's a part of the uh, the holding back for the regular season. Oh, yeah. As he's, yeah, yeah. he's missing on yeah. purpose. Yeah. We don't want to show our hand that we actually we actually want to put him And we can the make uprights. the field goals, yeah. Or right. kick the ball into the uh, end zone, well, you know, on kickoff. I was going like, to say, yeah. Our, our he's boy's still not, missing that. The boy's not getting into the end zone on kickoffs. But, you know, we just, we're, we're trying to show our hand. You know, we don't want to show our hand that we can, we can actually kick touchbacks. Yeah. Yeah, it, it all makes sense now. It all makes sense. I'm glad, you know, because Urban he does he just doesn't want to show he doesn't want to show that we can make field goals. He doesn't want to show that we can that we can provide tight coverage. He doesn't want to show that our receivers. Uh, he's probably telling them to run at half speed. Honestly, you know, we're all just being fooled by the by the great mega mind of Urban Meyer right now. So okay, well I'm gonna sleep a little bit better tonight now that I know that. <laughs> it's all about perspectives here, you know. We we gotta have the sunshine somewhere. You gotta hold yeah. on. Yeah, so I'm sure against Houston. All of our guys are going to start running four twos. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, even our offensive linemen are just going to be, you know, they're going to be downfield. They're actually going to be outrunning the receivers yep. to to get ahead of them for for blocking and stuff. <laughs> What's blocking Urban say that that plus two mentality? Plus so you're, two. You're going to see that all day long. Oh yeah, yeah. No, okay. Maybe he thinks maybe they're mad minus two. They're Madden attributes on the speed. Yeah, yeah. Plus two on the Madden attributes gotcha. probably. So. So if a guy's a 65 speed, you know he's going to be a 67 when the uh, when the season starts. Or is it plus you like the timing? The timing goes up because it's so much slower. I don't know. I'm pretty sure the snap count was coming out plus two seconds after it was the ball was supposed to be <laughs> hiked. So y'all, yeah, seriously, y'all need to watch that. It was uh, it was kind of kind of kind of insane. Who was even that? It wasn't Barch, was it? it was I, I couldn't I, even. T- doesn't matter. Made me look that up. 
Doesn't it matter. Do, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, Shat, Shatley's our backup, uh, our backup center. So I imagine it was, I imagine it was the Shat. Shatster. Yeah, he really took a shat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about Walker Little a little bit. I'm actually uh, Walker Little looked pretty good. He he looked he looked he looked pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I I don't understand why we decided to keep running the ball to the left, knowing maybe maybe we maybe you know what maybe he was just testing. Hey, he's guys. testing him out. He was testing. You know, him. you're showing what you're not confident in. Right. In this preseason so let's game. let's, yeah, let's exactly. run my first string uh, or my first round pick. Uh, Behind these guys, so that somebody steps on his foot. So you had say, Cam uh, out, Linder out, and and Norwell and Norwell, yeah, yeah, yeah. All kind of threw him, you know, threw him right into the fire there, huh? Big time, big time. They came out okay. I think Trevor Trevor maintained the pocket pretty well. He he did he did what he had to do. Um, he didn't look panicked, and that's some that's that's mm-hmm. something that you can you can take away from it. Absolutely. But um, I just alluded to it. Um, Doctor Doctor Aaron is in the house. Uh, Travis Etienne had a had a little bit of a boo boo last night. A little boo boo footy there. Yeah. So so tell us about the uh, the Liz Franck. Liz Franck is uh, yeah exactly. Yeah they well like they said they X rayed him last night and everything came back pretty good. Um, and then they come back this morning with further imaging and say that's confirmed Liz Frank injury and that he'll be out for as Matt was saying all the professional guys are saying you know all these different timelines so who even knows what the Real deal is there. Yeah, everything from six weeks to the season. But after seeing this uh, Carson Wentz, you know, miracle, who knows? I mean, he could be out there next week for no, the, the Indianapolis miracle. Yeah, you did yeah. not hear that here. He's not going to be out there next week. But definitely, the Liz Frank is, is a frustrating injury because it takes time to heal. And it's going to be, you know, after he gets a surgery, six to eight weeks of not putting any weight on it, then six to eight weeks of, um, being in a boot, walk around on that, and then past that, he'll you know start to make a return back. So we could be getting up to, you know, that's three months right there. It could be getting up to you know five, six months maybe. And like they said, he's not going to be in there at all now because he's not even on the fifty-three man roster. So we're not even going to be seeing a glimpse of him until next year. Right, and that's that's the absolute worst news to come out of last yep. night. Like I'll I'll take I'll take getting torched. I'll take uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know, becoming a, an expert in, on astroturf. Um, I'll take all of that. But ETN, especially since we haven't haven't been able to see him yet, because Gardner well, Minshew thought he was seventeen yeah, feet tall out last last week. Um, we haven't been able to see anything from this guy. We don't know, and and it's. More than likely going to happen, you know. We're not going to we're not going to see anything from him this season. Absolutely, and, that, and that's that's sad. I mean, you invest a first round pick in this guy, and you know he's the ACC's all time leading rusher. So you know what you're going to get out of him. You know the explosiveness. You know how quick he is, and, and he was going to be someone that was going to instantly come in here and provide a big big boost for this offense. And to to have it you know cut so short like that, um, it, it took a part of us, man. It, you know, every single Jags fan. I know we talked about it in our group chat as soon as we all got the ESPN notification. I got, you know, a couple of texts from another, you know, a few buddies as well. The same thing. Like, we all feel this as a community, just what a blow this is for this team, this franchise, and what Travis was going to be for this team this year and what role he was going to play and, and, you know, what Urban wanted him to bring to this offense. And it, it just sucks. It, it straight up sucks to see it cut so short like this. And, you know, you certainly hope that he can bounce back from it. You know, he's still young, obviously. You think that he has a long future ahead, but... We talked about, you know, with Aaron before the show, some of the guys that haven't been able to recover from an injury like that just because of the severity of that type of injury. So, you know, you certainly hope first and foremost for him that he's able to 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 fully recover and get back to where he wants to be as a player. 
Yeah. It's so Jaguars. That I that's literally what I said. As soon as that happened, I'm like, that's that's just the most Jaguar thing to happen. It's so Jaguars. Um we need to do we we won't do it today because I'll, I'll give you guys some preparation, but I have this fun little game that I, I play with myself a lot called uh first round picks through the years. And I go all the way back and um it's bad. Jaguars first round selections, uh, kind of a where are they now and and what did they do? Uh, it, it's not it's not good. So we should we should go through that one day. Well, a little uh, maybe a special segment. Little, next week. little special special segment next week. Speaking of special segments, um, Aaron, you want you want to do some OnlyFans today? We could do some OnlyFans. Yeah, I, I got uh, I got a little bit of OnlyFans here. We actually just got a comment, uh, literally right now from Bronson Daniel Davis. Bronny, y'all know Bronny? I yeah, Bronny. Yeah. yeah, Bronny. What's great, up, Bronny? Great, great friend of the show. Awesome. All right. Good to meet you, Bronny. Uh, not to steal your segment, Aaron, but I got it up here. Uh, Brody wants to know, how long can Herbs go losing? If he quits after an 0-5 start, do you see Sean able to, to pay Dabo enough to <laughs> step away from Clemson? <laughs> Is Brody trolling right now? There's probably some slight trolling in that. Yeah, j- just a little bit there for sure. No, I mean, that's that's like the, the biggest joke right now, I feel like, on, on Jack's Twitter amongst a lot of things, but... Uh, the biggest thing is like, have you guys seen all the uh, the different clips of Urban on the sidelines, just looking like he's having an ulcer, like just standing <laughs> on the sidelines? His face is just—it looks like death is literally on his face. Like there, that was like viral all over Twitter last night and today. And and guys are as joking as it is. Like there's some guys out there that are legit like concerned for him. <laughs> like if this is how he is in week two of the preseason. I mean, what's it going to be like when we get into the grunt of the season, especially if we're, if we're losing a lot of games and things aren't going as we thought they were? How is he going to handle that? You know, and, and that's a valid concern. But, you know, it's still too early to say and something like that. But, yeah, it's, you know, this could turn into not as, you know, if it goes south like this and they're not winning ball games, this could turn into a shorter stint than, than we may think. Yeah, it's, it's something we all need to keep in the back of our minds. I, I'm glad he looks like that on the sidelines because I just, I'm just used to Doug Marone uh, looking like he was just ready for that Maroney bologna sandwich after the game. <laughs> he didn't really care what was going on on the field. So, yeah, Urban looks how I feel and how I've been looking uh, for for years. So, um, Now that you say it, though, they did have Dabble out of practice, you know, the other week. So oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. We're gonna, He's we're getting acquainted. Ronnie's opening up doors here. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you got anybody else here for the Yeah, uh, we have the only uh, fans? right before, you know, you let everybody know we're about to record. So we got Logan Griffiths. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shut up. And uh, actually, I'm going to have Matt read this one. Is this the passion of his voice? Yes. You want yes. It? We got a preview of this before the. Yeah, here uh, it is right here. Before we started taping. So. Um, got to hear the passion of this Logan Griffiths is pretty, pretty much our number one fan at this point. Yeah, this uh, close your eyes and hear. Uh, yeah, this is yeah. Malave. Yeah, this is uh, Logan. This is exactly uh, like when I read this. This is like the exact tone that I thought you and pretty much every single Jags fan uh, how they would say this. But uh, Logan says this: Why does every person that gets paid for their knowledge of football that comes through Jacksonville think this O line is a strength for us fans when we clearly see through that BS? I mean, I don't know that much, and Linder and Norwell aren't going to be that great. So what are we missing? They suck. I'm thinking four wins now. That's what Logan Griffiths just said. Guys, what do you think? Thanks for that. Four wins, I think, is... Um, I was going to say, could be stretching it by a win or two. <laughs> but 
but yeah, uh, well, well, okay. What what about our boy last week that wanted to bet us on the over under? Because I don't think he, <laughs> I don't think he wants that bet anymore. Because we're definitely going to take the under. Because we were taking the under last last week anyway. Yeah, we're setting we're setting on that. We also got a personal message. I need to see how we can find that on here. Oh, I can pull that up. That was from uh, that was from Bryce. I yeah, yeah. Bryce. He he's asking if we're uh, you know reconsidering our our episode one. Go back, you know. Shout out to episode one if you want to go ahead and listen to that schedule preview. Maybe a complete, you know, cluster now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to answer your question, Bryce wants to know if we want to go back and redo our uh, our, our predictions, season predictions. Um, I'm going to stay strong, and, and I'm going to say that they're going to right the ship a little bit here. Um, seven, seven wins should be obtainable. Um, but, yeah, I, you've definitely got me questioning it now. No, absolutely. And I think, too, that still, the schedule sets up nicely. We're not coming out here playing the Chiefs, you know, week one. We're not coming out here playing someone, you know, crazy good right off the bat. So, um, you know, it, there's going to be opportunities for this young team to grow. And that's what we got to remind ourselves of. This is still a, a young team all around. Uh, you know, key position players are so young for this ball club. And then you got a new new coach in Urban. So it's just going to take some time. And like we talked about before, we all automatically think when you hear a guy like Urban Myers coming to your city, he's going to be the coach of this football team. When you get a guy of Trevor Lawrence's caliber, we instantly think, all right, we flipped the switch. It's time to go. Like we're ready to compete right now. When in reality, when you were just a 1-15 football team, that's not going to happen. So we got to pump the brakes a little and realize that this team isn't going to be playoff bound during this first year. But, um, you know, certainly with the talent that they have, they're going to make strides. So I'm still going to hold with it. I think that they definitely can still win seven games. And I think that they'll get it together. Definitely. I Like I said, we I think we hit on this uh, an episode ago or something like that. But they were comparing, you know, Urban to Jimmy Johnson going to the Cowboys and whenever it was. But they came, you know, 1-15 team, same story. And right off the bat, he drafted a quarterback. But it took two more seasons to get, I believe it was Emmett and I forget the third. But still, like, it took three drafts to get in solid first-round players to get into their system and to create that culture of winning. And then they went on to win the championships that they did. But I think that's the biggest thing they were talking about um, last night in the broadcast is, you know, in college football, you're able, you're spending every single second with these players. You're creating the culture you want to create. You want to, And that's exactly what uh, Urban is hoping to do. But you're not doing that in the NFL. You're not getting that that one-on-one time after practice. They're going home and being with their families, and I think that's uh, that's starting to show up and probably frustrating Urban in a sense until he can get that in action. Yeah, I I really I really liked where you went with that, Matt. You're kind of you're kind of reading my mind because I was gonna I was gonna send it over to you and say you know where do we go from here, and and you pretty much answered that perfectly. Um, I want to drop one more comment from from our boy Logan Griffiths that he uh, he he hit us up with last night. Uh, he said, I'm going to start overreacting now. Tyson Campbell sucks. Chase Hunt sucks. <laughs> Our defense is still horrible. I thought we might win eight games this year, but there's no way Trevor can outscore everyone every week. Trevor's not scoring at all, Logan. That's the problem. Trevor has yet to throw a touchdown pass. Justin Fields, touchdowns. Zach Wilson, touchdowns. Now, this is not a Trevor bash. This is more of a... What are we doing offensively to play to our quarterback's strength? The guy has an arm, and he's not throwing it down the field. Absolutely. That, that's a huge takeaway to me. What you just said is that you have a guy with this caliber who can really he can sling it all across the field, and we're over here on a third and eight throwing that little five-yard you know, pass on a third down, a crucial down. So, 
I mean, this is a guy, we have this much talent in him. We got to give him the ability to make plays. When you have this caliber of a player, this type of arm talent, you have to give him the reins to have a little more ability to, to zip it down the field, to make these types of plays. If you, if you have this, you know, stronghold on him and you're not allowing him to do the things that he's really good at, this is what you're getting right now. You know, they're not allowing him to do that. They're not allowing him to throw down field. You know, there's not play, play designs right now that's making that happen. So, uh, you know, certainly if you want to play to his strengths and you want to really see what this guy can do and what he can do for this offense, let him zip it around the field, man. You know, that that's the biggest takeaway for me is that they, they haven't been letting him do that. He clearly has an understanding of this offense, too. We saw that last night. Like I was, I was so impressed by the fact that he was having to yell at his guys because he knew people weren't in position. I don't think Blake Bortles called an audible or, no. or, or called a timeout because people are out of position for four and a half years. So to see a guy, preseason game two, look and go, that crap's not right. Get where you're supposed to be and try to direct it. That's the most emotion that I've seen out of Trevor Lawrence on the football field, even through his time with Clemson which I'm not a Clemson fan, but when we drafted him, I pretty much went and watched the guy's entire catalog. And there was a there was a hint of frustration there because this guy, he knows his offense. He is ready to go. Let let He's a peacock. You got to let him fly. <laughs> that, that's just what it boils down to. You got to let the guy go. Look at yeah. you, Aaron. Say something, yeah, man. I, I'm just vibing off your energy right vibe, here. Yeah, vibe off it, bro. I'm loving peacock, it. Peacock, man. Come on. I, I was trying to think of a catchy wings. name for you know your spicy take segment. You know that oh, we could spicy take. Oh, I feel like everything I say is a spicy. It take. is, and that's why I came. This conclusion is that there's really no one segment for it. it's really the whole show. Yeah, you can just call me Chipotle, man, because you're gonna get the runs after I get done. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> That no, was a, that was a spicy comment, not for anything yeah. else. But. No, we are no, we're behind you on that. I, I definitely like the things I, I've taken from these games is definitely nothing negative on Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I, I think he's with what he has, with what the team we have, with the play calling, with everything. I think he's shown what he needs to show. There, you're exactly you hit the nail on the head. They're just not letting him. They need to let him let him fly. And maybe that's you know what I, I'm, I'm having. I might be having a, a mental revelation right now. Maybe that's the the cause of my frustration is we've got a quarterback. Yeah. We've got the guy. For all these years, we've had everything but the quarterback. Now we've got the quarterback and we're treating him like a child. I, I don't I don't I don't get it. We're treating him like like Blake Bortles. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, give me a break. Let the guy do his thing. The run game wasn't helping him. The offensive line wasn't helping him. The receivers weren't helping him. What what do we have to do to set Trevor up for success? Because New York seems to be, they, they have seemed to, to find it out. It's timing plays. It's easy in routes, um, in out routes, fade routes. New York is, is setting them up. Uh, I'm still not on the Justin Fields train. He's just out there slinging it, doing whatever he can. He's actually not looking that great. Did you guys see the hit he took that took his helmet off? Oh, yeah, oh, I did oh, see that, yeah. Completely unblocked. Yeah, that, that, was, um, that was tough to watch. Somebody, I, I, I kind of smiled a little bit because it's good to see a guy get lit up as long as he stands back up and it's fine. Of course. <laughs> so that that's a good welcome to the league moment right there. Yeah, but. well, that was it. To hit on that, they were hitting that on that in the broadcast. Going back to T Law, is like, is Urban trying to? You know, they talk about that. Oh, do they let Minshew start Week One so he doesn't get you know just smoked like everyone's saying? But I would be pissed if a coach is telling me I can't start Week One because he just want me to get spooked the way because he's scared. He's yeah. scared. he thinks I'd be I'm pissed scared if he's or... telling me that. 
Okay, so if if just a heads up for everybody listening, because we're, we're you know we're on a weekly we're on a weekly schedule now. If Gardner Minshew starts Week One against the Houston Texans, I'm not even gonna Matt and Aaron aren't even gonna come over. The episode is going to be me screaming at the top of my lungs for 45 minutes. If y'all want to come over and scream with me, just just no words, just screaming. We'll probably and, call in on that one. Okay, well, yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 going down. I'll just be screaming in, in anger for 45 minutes, and yeah. I'm putting it up because I, I, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of the holding back. I'm sick of the, you know, why do people act like in preseason a dude gets touched and he's just, like, he's dead? I just don't get it. Like, let him play a little bit. I get that it's preseason and it's a meanliness game, but at the same time, we need work. Trevor needs needs reps. Like, put all this crap to bed. This competition, This there's a winner and a loser. Well, guess what, dude? There was a winner um, April 29th of 2021 at about 9 o'clock in, in p.m. That's that's who won your quarterback competition right there. When he walked, when uh, when they, they went to him at his house, and you guys couldn't get a hold of him on the phone because, you know, somebody had terrible s- signal in, in the bank or whatever. That that was the winner right there. We're talking about winners, losers. The winner was decided a long time ago. I said it last week. I said I said it this week. I'll say it again. Get Gardner Minshew off this freaking team. There you go. There you have it. Drop Get him gone. Bye. Send him to Houston. I'd I'd love to light his butt up. His freaking dancing around like a little ballerina. Jumpy, you know. <laughs> Jeff Logman said it on the on the broadcast. He goes, "That's what you hate about Gardner Minshew. He stays in the pocket and can't throw to a guy. He rolls outside and he can't throw to a guy. Gardner Minshew just sucks. Get him gone." Yeah, no, no words I, on that. Let let beat hard, beat it hard. Just trying to get some good. Uh, I love the energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jags <laughs> after dark or Jagged Up Podcast after dark. Jagged Up Podcast after dark. So, um, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really have much else to say, really, uh, to be honest with you. It, it's, that was a frustrating night. It, I, I, I went to sleep. I woke up. I was less frustrated. But I'm, but now I've, I've psyched myself up because I've realized the source of the problem. And that's, uh, they're not letting, they're not letting our peacock fly. No. Gotta let him fly. Not at all. Wahlberg style. <laughs> Wahlberg style. I was wondering if you're gonna know where I got. Yeah, that. I knew it. No, yeah. I was yeah. here with you. Oh, Other yeah. guys, man. Yeah, great movie. A, yeah. Is that, that a Prius? A, classic. That is an amazing Will Ferrell movie. Yeah. yeah, I put it up there. I put it up there at the top. Well, our local media steals all the ones from Anchorman, so we we can't we can't you know we can't do what they do. So we gotta we gotta pick another Will Ferrell movie to to steal from. Yeah. So maybe it'll be the other guys. Aim for the bushes, partner. <laughs> That was the big. Well, I'm not. That's a whole other kick. I'm not going to get on that. It's okay. That was the biggest shocker in any movie. I mean, any movie of all time. You got two huge characters like The Rock and Samuel Jackson, and they just, just jumped off a building. That's it. They're <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. And they probably got paid a ton to just yeah. do that, just to do that little yep. cameo. Yeah, that was a shocker. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have too much else, too much else to say about it. Um, I will say, and I meant to say this at the beginning of the episode, uh, if you like this show, you can really, really help us out by dropping us a five-star like on the uh, Apple Podcast uh, page and, you know, hit us up with a little review. Uh, or if you don't like it, you know, still drop I us think, a five-star. I then- think we got a comment from uh, one of our good buddies from high school, Billy, his wife, Mandy. Right. Our first and only review. First review. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for that shout-out. Billy was wondering where, the shout out, where his shout-out was, and I said... 
leave us a review and you'll find out. So yeah, I mean, let's just clarify. This is a shout out for Billy's wife, Mandy. Right. This is not a shout out for Billy. Billy, sounds, please sounds leave us like, a review. Sounds like just Billy's Mandy. wife is a bigger fan of the show than Billy I think Billy she's is. a pretty big fan. It was a really encouraging so, review, too. Yeah, he, so. might, he, might need to, he might need to step it up a little bit yeah. and give us a review. We did get another one, too. Uh, one oh, of our, one breaking of our buddies, news? Uh, in the military, a proud serviceman uh, oh. of the Marine Offshoreman. Corps. Oh. Offshoreman. <laughs> 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 this this one is an inshore. Are the fish biting out there? No, th- this guy ain't got no fish where he is. Uh, shout out to, to Jose Dominguez. Did he leave out a review? He told me. He asked me about get on the show. I was like, I mean, any time, man. But yeah. you got you got to shout us out. That's true. No, nice. absolutely. Shout out to Jose Dominguez. He's uh he's uh, in the Marine Corps, listening from North Carolina, Jacksonville, North Carolina. So repping the Duval up oh, there. Oh yeah, the other so, Duval, the other nine hundred four. Yeah. See, he's trying to bring the the, the Duval energy in, in this Jacksonville to Jacksonville, North Carolina. So shout out to Jose. That's 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 what's up, man. I mean, they they can they can rep it for sure. They can rep the team. But it, it really it really helps us out a lot if you uh, hit the five star thing. And if you don't feel like typing up a review, just hit the five star thing. I think Google has the same. Um, if you're on Spotify, then just and you know enjoy it, because there's there's no way to there's yeah. no way to rate it on Spotify. Just we appreciate you listening, and uh, we do this for you guys. And um, we got there was one other thing that uh, we gave you know Brooke Marchanda a shout out for her birthday. We did. She tagged our. I mean, I thought I was pretty up on technology. She tagged her Instagram story with the straight Spotify link. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. So you could like, I'm pretty sure you could just click on it from the link and then go. Wow, I'm an Apple Podcast kind of guy, but I'm an Apple Podcast guy too. Yeah. Definitely against Spotify. Just I mean, I'll click on the Spotify to you know check the quality because Spotify is up the fastest. So, yeah, and Apple Apple takes the longest. But yeah, I'm an I'm an Apple Podcast guy as well. That's well, that's that's pretty cool. Well, you know, out of the uh, out of the hundreds of thousands of employees that we have here at uh, Jagged Up Podcast, we uh, maybe we should hire hire Brooke to to do some uh, social media sharing Both for PR us. Our action there, yeah, social yeah. media coordinator. Yeah, there specialist. you go. There you go. I mean. I mean, I think we got room in the budget. Like I said, we you know we might have to let a couple people go. Hundreds of thousands of employees here. Yeah, the, the jagged up uh, conglomerate. We're gonna be making some cuts. <laughs> yeah, we're making some cuts. Speaking of cuts, a whole bunch of nobodies got cut today. Yeah, no namers. Not, not even gonna talk on that. You know who wasn't cut? Gardner freaking Minshew. <laughs> Sorry to everybody's eardrums. <laughs> anyway, I don't got nothing else to say, man. No, that's it, man. It's 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 got to get better from here, man. Let's let's hope that it gets better. Let's hope that. <laughs> It might get I really please, hope so. That, that is a Matt only take. I want everybody to know that it, it will get better. That is a Matt only take. Let's hope it gets better. But I'm no, say it's it's still might. It's still the biggest thing. From what you say, we I've heard you know guys in the NFL who who are vets that have talked about it. You know guys that have already been retired on social media. They the biggest thing they've been saying to this Jaguars fan base too has been, calm down. It's just the preseason. Think about it. Every year we don't freak out this much. We we don't freak out this much in the preseason because we we expect this in the preseason. So let's get it all out now, and hopefully that this doesn't carry over. But if this happens week four of the regular season, believe you that that this will be a whole other conversation. Yeah, I, I think you said it best, Marsh. Uh, you got to let that guy fly. Let him fly. Minshew's, it's no it's no competition. And honestly, Miles Jack, if you listen to this one as well, go ahead and tell Coach. You got you just got to give all the reps of T-Law. Urban, if you hear if you happen to hear this, Urban, that that's what we say. You know, My- Miles, you should you should rally the defense, and every time every time fifteen runs out for a rep, y'all just uh, you know sit crisscross applesauce, yeah, and 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 pout. Do it, do it for maybe the Neil, maybe Neil if he comes out. Ooh. Oh, is that touchy touch or subject? Oh, sore subject. I don't know. My- now Miles is used to that, so they, they should be all right. And with that, <laughs> and with that, uh, hit us up on Facebook.com/slash. Jagged up 
or Jagged Up Podcast. I jagged can't up remember podcast. which. Yeah, Jagged Up Podcast. Um, Instagram. What is it, Aaron? I believe it's just Jagged Up Podcast. At Jagged yeah. Up Podcast. Uh, Matt, what's our what's our Twitter? Yeah, on the Twitter sphere, we're at Jagged Up Podcast, and uh, Jagged is J A G E D. Yes, J A G. Yeah, not confused with Jagged Podcast. Yeah, yeah, don't don't do double G's because that'll take you to something else. So oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> just did you just try single that? G's? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm immediately going to look now. <laughs> I got you. All right. Well, appreciate you guys listening. And we got the Cowboys coming up next uh, or this week, uh, Sunday at one o'clock. So expect another uh, L from that one uh, by all the Cowboys um, the players who aren't probably going to be on the team. Uh, if you want to check out a special inside look at that game, maybe, uh, you know, HBO will be out there filming their hard knocks. So maybe we'll get a little bit of uh, get a little bit of screen time. Probably not. Probably don't want it. Let the peacocks fly. I'm out. Oh, we are your voice. We are your voice. I, for- I almost forgot, man. Uh, Matt, do you got? Yeah, we, you catch we gave you the week. I, it spoke to me last night uh, when my Ooh. wife sitting on the couch uh, said, "Oh, there's Oscar Meyer." So thanks for Oscar Urban Meyer Wienerin with us. Oh, ooh, okay. Whoa, yeah. That was. That's a lot. That of came around. T-shirt right there. Uh, hey guys, thanks for jacking off with us. <laughs> <laughs>